evening. It's September the 3rd. It's 8 o'clock. This is show number 61. I am Gummo, your host. This is the show we call Transmit. Let's get it going. Good evening and welcome to show number 61. I am your host, Gummo. This is the show we call Transmits. And fortunately, we've made it to show number 61. A few last minute preparations and technical glitches. Uh, So hopefully you're able to tune in and check it out and actually dial in tonight. Sorry about the last minute changes. You know, it just happens that way. So, uh, you know, we... um, (laughs) 
This is the 61st show. Uh, not only am, uh, I am, am I amazed, <laughs> so are a few other people. And so it's good to be back. It's been two weeks since we've been back on the show. And uh, tomorrow here in the United States, we have Labor Day. Is it Labor Day? Is, is it Labor Day? It's Labor Day. So tomorrow's Labor Day in the United States. And so that means that no one works. Except, except some of us, and so I'm, I'm one of those unfortunate souls as well that, uh, you know, I'm actually working uh, on things, as I always do, and uh, that's that's what we're bringing to you. Where we this is the show we call Transmits. Uh, our website is hackers.xxx. We are on many, many platforms including the number one set top box platform in the united states known as roku and from what i hear roku is about to do an ipo so that should be interesting so if you do have a roku search for us in the channel store hackers add us whatnot and check us out and you can check out every show for free how about that uh, and uh, we are also on uh, a few other platforms, so just search around uh, just using the uh, keyword hackers. You may find us, you may not, who knows. Uh, we're coming to you from uh, Chicago, Illinois, uh, where the weather actually turned warm overnight. Usually it's, well, you know, I can't say usually because last summer it was quite warm here in Chicago and uh, I was away in Florida for a couple of months, if you know, if you've listened to the show. And so when I came back, the weather was quite chilly. Got, uh, got sort of used to uh, wearing uh, <laughs> the under thermals. Reebok, my favorite is my Reebok under thermal, and so it was. It's actually been quite chilly for the past several weeks, uh, and everybody's been making do, of course, here in the uh, windy city. And so uh, it's uh, you know sort sort of sort of kind of strange, you know, when you leave ninety five degree weather and then you come back to uh, the you know seventy degrees for the high, and it, it's it's sort of a shock to the system. Nevertheless, it's going to be cold for about, or actually, nevertheless, it's going to be warm for the next uh, three days, and then it will turn chilly again. Uh, we are waiting on Ice to join us. I'm not sure if he will be able to make it or not. We had him flown in on a helicopter from the remote regions in the southwest. Uh, so we're, we're holding out hope, but uh, we remain uh, completely optimistic on whether or not he'll pop in. If he does, we're looking forward to it. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the news lately, of course, as you know, or if you do not know, uh, the uh, regime in North Korea, a.k.a. Kim Jong-un, the 20-something-year-old dictator of a country, Uh, yesterday uh, at noon, precisely, Pyongyang time, uh, Kim Jong-un and his uh, buddies detonated a hydrogen bomb 
where some experts are actually calling it a city killer. And as you may or may not know, uh, they have been also trying to perfect their intercontinental ballistic missile technology. So there's photos on the uh, internets of uh, Kim (laughs) Jong-un smiling and and pointing, as usual, at this uh, strange-looking device that looks actually quite scary and real. And small enough, actually, to fit on uh, or into an ICBM. Uh, Secretary of something, uh, James Mattis, promises a swift response if the the regime threatens the United States. So uh, tonight, uh, it's it's a little nervous living in the United States, being an American, not knowing if we actually are going to go to war again in North Korea. There's a lot of challenges with North Korea, as you may or may not know, because uh, it, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a vital barrier for China to have North Korea south of them, because the last thing China wants is an American or uh, some sort of um, American-run situation on their border and uh so that's why and and it gets it gets more complicated as uh as it goes along because you know uh china really doesn't uh take too kindly to uh america being on their doorstep And most recently, of course, in the United States, uh, last week, there was a hurricane that uh, devastated the city of Houston and many surrounding cities and municipalities. Hurricane Harvey. Uh, and, it, and it harkened back to the sad realities that uh, we faced as a country during the Hurricane Katrina uh, situation. And so... Uh, it was looking uh, quite quite worse than that from all of the news reports, news accounts, etc. It was it was something that uh, I actually watched unfold uh, on the news, and uh, they still the people of Houston and surrounding areas in Texas need donations and material, money, anything that you can provide. And one of the places that you can donate, of course, would be RedCross.org. And when you go to redcross.org, of course, please ensure that you're on the proper site so that you uh, are, you know, in command of knowing that, that or in charge, rather, that uh, you know that uh, you are donating to the right facilities. One of the things that, uh, of course... Uh, you know that have been in the in the news recently have been a number of cyber attacks a number of data breaches and of course every day there is a data breach uh you know we see it every day uh, online on on social media in the news etc and uh one of one of the most uh interesting data breaches that that happened recently or was discovered recently was a instagram data breach where 
uh, emails, phone numbers, uh, and most information that you would use to own and man maintain an Instagram account uh, were compromised. And so the uh, people responsible for the initial data breach were, are, were and are selling uh, information related to users on the service. There's also a tarball out there that you can download and look at any information associated with any Instagram account out there. Uh, if you're clever enough to find it, I'm quite certain that you can. And uh, it's, it's actually quite legit. So uh, the, it, that, that alone is quite an issue. Uh, Instagram, of course, is owned by Facebook, and Facebook has promised to uh, fix the issue that caused the initial data breach. But that's kind of like closing the uh, door to the hen house after all of the hens have run out. Uh, you know, there's not really much more to say other than it just it's just another data breach and just another loss of information that people had had entrusted to a web entity out there. So, you know, uh, as as you've been told many times before on the show and by many others, of course, is to uh, use use separate accounts, separate passwords for each service. That way you remain safe and uh, you, you know, if, if one of these services uh, are breached, and they will be, it's, it's, not, it's not a question of if, it's a, ab absolutely an answer of when. So when that service actually is compromised, you have uh, a little bit of fallback and a little bit of entropy there. Uh, between breaches. And so you would know. And another good resource to check is have I been pwned? You can Google that if you want. <laughs> uh it's just been uh it's just been a crazy week lately. Uh I found out that my my uh my little buddy, my sixteen year old buddy, who is my uh cat Found out that he has an aggressive form of cancer in his small intestine, and it's just killing me to see him wither away. Uh, so we took him to the vet this past Monday. Uh, the vet, uh, it, it, it was excruciating uh, knowing that, uh, you know, finding out uh, what, what he has. And then, of course, taking him to the vet uh, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Monday was the initial... Uh, di diagnosis and then Tuesday was the confirmation of the diagnosis after uh, we put little kitty through x-rays and MRIs uh, and when the vet started talking to us uh, we 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 actually thought that we were going to get the worst news possible but on in uh, you know on the contrary uh, the vet had recommended that we start chemo chemotherapy on on him and also uh, she gave uh, him some tablets to increase his appetite and uh, at this point I believe both seem to be working we will not know his condition or fate for another several weeks until we go to have him x-rayed and MRI'd again to see if the chemotherapy is actually effective in shrinking the tumor but for now, we're keeping him alive with uh, medications and uh, high-calorie gels and uh, good old-fashioned tuna fish. 
it's my little he's he's been my little you know for the past 16 years he this this cat has sat next to me uh and kept me company in uh some of the best and worst times of my life and so uh n it, you know if i would not have taken him to the vet uh this past week uh he would have passed away and so it's good to know that uh i i went the extra mile to see what was wrong with that uh with the, with him and it's also good to know uh that uh, there is a treatment and uh, we're we're trying everything we're throwing everything we can at it and so uh been dealing with that been dealing with uh been dealing with a, a lot of things a lot of thing on my a lot of things on my plate of course uh they uh went back to the <laughs> went back to the doctor and uh i you know uh it, it was just uh, an, another round of silliness at the doctor uh but uh there was light at the end of the tunnel and there still is because i got a referral to a, a better doctor after i was yelling and screaming and it, you know, I wasn't upset because I was there and the doctor was trying to help me. I was I was upset because the doctor just really was out of her league when it comes to me and, uh, and my condition. And so uh, I had uh, I had sought addition, you know, a specialist back in April. Uh, and if you listen to the, one of the shows back then, I don't know which one it was, but, uh, you know, back in April, I went through some serious, uh, shit with this doctor as well. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, but, uh, there, as I said, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I have a specialist I'm going to, and that makes me quite happy. So, you know, I was reading the news the other day and I found out that Julian Assange is still holed up at the embassy. Why, why, do, come on. Now, we all have an opinion on Julian Assange, and the first time I ever heard Julian's name was uh, at Hope, uh, the Hope Conference in New York in 2010. He was uh, scheduled to be a keynote speaker then, and uh, he never showed up. But he did do the keynote on a large screen there at the uh, Hotel Pen in New York, and, uh, I, you know, it just wasn't my thing to, uh, you know... The, I, I, res I, I respect everybody and their opinions, but it, it really wasn't in my best interest to go and hear someone on a screen that's not an American citizen tell me about the, my privacy and rights and shit that I already know that uh, have been uh, withered away over the past uh, 17 years. 16. And of course, uh, malware coming from Facebook CDNs. How about that? Some of the uh, <laughs> someone got creative and uh, got a account at uh, the same CDN content delivery network that Facebook uses, uh, and they started dishing up malware uh, through uh, ads, and it passed right through uh, antiviruses and whatnot, and. and uh, so if you were on Facebook, uh, most likely on a Windows system, and you either click the link or add, uh, you are instantaneously infected. Uh, and tonight we're going to talk about, uh, you know, 
people like listening to the show for some of the gadgets. And one of the gadgets that I found that are quite interesting is a personal tracking device, a personal tracking, a personal GPS tracking device. Uh, these things are so small now that you can literally put them in someone's shoe and they would never know it. But we're not going to uh, talk about any. Uh, well, we're, I'm not going to dive into one that small because, uh, you know, the smaller that these devices are, the more expensive they are. But I will uh, discuss a reasonable uh, GPS personal tracking device. One of the things coming up soon, of course, is uh, the new iPhone, the new iPhone 8. the 10 year anniversary of the introduction of the iPhone. And thanks to the iPhone, uh, no one even looks up anymore. No one has any conversations between themselves. The conversations are at light speed now between text messages and apps and stuff like that. And I'm not hating on that. It's just that uh, I, I, when I'm with someone, I really enjoy looking at them and discussing something uh, without having to look something up or uh, reference a photo on someone's phone and uh, or whatever. And that seems to actually aggravate me when uh, I'm in a conversation and someone does that. So uh, take note, if uh, you and I ever uh, meet and we start chatting or if we go out and dine together, whatever, turn the phone off. Anyhow, uh, Apple plans to unveil the new iPhone 8 on September the 12th at the new Apple campus in uh, Cupertino. And of course, if you're not aware, Apple created a new uh, uh, campus for themselves uh, and they call it the spaceship. And you, you can check that out on the uh, internet as well. Take a look around, et cetera, and see uh, just how uh, amazing the facility actually is. And so they're going to unveil the iPhone 8 10 year anniversary edition, whatever, at uh, their, they actually ha at the new Apple campus. At, uh, and on the Apple campus, they have an auditorium that seats uh, about 1,000, 1,100 people. And it's called the Steve Jobs Auditorium. So that's going to be interesting to see as well. So if you are an Apple fan, be sure to uh, look forward to that. And uh, another thing, I, I got an email for, from one of our listeners who was actually looking for a de decent uh, pen testing tool, or suite rather, that they could use in Windows. Now, my first thought and reaction was, you know, why don't I just recommend something that they can use in a VM and then they can fire the VM up and get going with that and blah, blah, blah. That's what everybody else does, right? But uh, this this particular person wanted to uh, install some pen testing software on their uh, Windows machine so they could run it natively inside of the Windows ecosystems to do their pen testing. And so I searched around, asked a few people, and found... Uh, uh, quite an interesting uh, set of tools called Pen Test Box for Windows. And uh, reports coming in from uh, a few sections of people who have actually had anything to do with Pen Test Box uh, say that's quite uh, the handy tool. Who knows? Are, are, you, are, you, are you a pen tester? 
do you use pen test box? One of the other things that I wanted to discuss uh, was uh, this past week also, I've been working with a hosting company somewhere in the Midwest. And I've been trying to obtain an, it's called an extended validated SSL. Now, uh, if you know anything about websites or, or any type of uh, forward facing security, you know that an SSL is essential to security for anything that you're working with or dealing with. And so we, uh, we were able to, you know, we, me, I, uh, him, he, she, sir, sir, uh, you know, we, uh, we made the application for the actual um, EVSSL two weeks ago. And, you know, I thought it was just nothing. You know, you provide a little information and hit a, hit a couple uh, boxes and go and blah, blah, blah. And it's a done deal. But uh, it actually didn't turn out to be uh, quite as easy as I thought since the hosting company wrote me back uh, rather quickly and asked me for a lot more information about the company that I was requesting the EVSSL for. And not only did they ask about the information for the company, they wanted to know who started it, when they started it, how old they were. I mean, all kinds of silly questions. And then I submitted the information and, uh, you know, okay, so, you know, here we go. You know, there's your information. Happy, happy joy, joy. Uh, but that sil sil <laughs> seriously wasn't enough because I got an email uh, a few hours later wanting to know who I was, and they wanted to know they wanted to know all of they could about me and why I was uh, submitting an application for the company. And then they wanted to do a background check on me, driver's license, background, uh, the full workup. Yeah. For an EVSSL, it was amazing uh, the uh, uh, you know the amount of um, information that they wanted for this thing. It was crazy. It was absolutely nuts. And hang on, let me see. Hang on. I'm going to step step away from the mic here. Let's see. And of course, it's not going yet. Uh, and so. It's one of those things. Uh, it takes a long time for the application process to go through. It takes even longer for the uh, SSL to go through the clearinghouse that uh, issues them. And there are only a few clearinghouses that uh, will actually assign the EV SSL. So uh, when you do apply for an EV SSL, be prepared to provide a lot of information and be prepared to be completely overwhelmed with stupidity with the amount of questions that are uh, presented to you. Uh, another thing in the news recently was uh, uh, it, it's come to light by the officer's own body camera. Now, before I get into this story, I wanted to just reiterate that uh, my affinity and respect for people who uphold the law, no matter where or who you work for, is is great uh and uh, I, I in any area or segment you will always have a bad apple most people who are sworn to uphold the law and constitution such as peace officers did you know whatever whoever why ever 
uh, are doing the right thing. They have good intentions, good hearts, and they are really trying to protect people and uh, the, the this country. And so uh, when one of those bad apples think that they are above the law, that's what uh, sort of starts to uh, shimmy up my spine. And so uh, it's come to light, again, through uh, this particular person's own uh, body camera that uh, this past July the 26th, Detective Jeff Payne uh, tried to collect blood evidence from an unconscious man who he had no warrant or no sort of anything on, uh, and uh, he told the nurse that he wanted a blood sample. Well, the blood the nurse uh, was following her job. The nurse Alex Wubles. I believe this was in Denver or somewhere somewhere out there. Uh, Utah or somewhere, but uh, Nurse Wubles uh, told the detective that she would need a warrant to extract blood from this unconscious man, and uh, the detective said he wanted it, and he needed it, and if she didn't provide him with the blood sample from the unconscious uh, man... He would arrest her. Well, she stuck by her guns politely. Uh, she was very polite. She was cordial. Uh, but uh, there are laws, and that's called uh, that's called HIPAA. And she was following those laws to the T. Now, and if the officer would have just uh, phoned like the local state attorney or whatever, he may or he may have not gotten the warrant for. Uh, the unconscious man. Who knows? It's it's unknown now, but uh, he tried to take the law into his own hands. He arrested this nurse in an ER, dragged, arrested her right in front of her colleagues in the ER, dragged her to uh, his squad car outside and put her in, in, in the back of the car, and she was arrested. Outrageous is the only word that I can think of, and many others. And so... Uh, from what I hear, Detective Jeff Payne is currently on administrative leave. And, of course, we all know what happens next after that. Uh, Mr. Payne is probably going to retire a little bit earlier than he thought. Uh, this is a classic case of a police officer taking uh, taking the law into his own hands and writing the law as he or, or she sees fit. And you just can't do that kind of stuff. Uh, and so one of the things that I wanted to wanted to jump back to was the, um, you know, people love me for the gadgets that I talk about. Uh, yeah, I do come up with some cool gadgets. And so one of the cool gadgets that I wanted to uh, share with you guys uh, is a mini portable real-time GPS tracker. Uh, this is a great little device. It takes one AA and it runs for hours uh, or actually days. It has... Uh, 150 hours of standby mode and then it has like 40 hours of tracking capability uh, runs on one double a uh, you can find it at spy tech and the model number is sti gl 300 great little device handy little device that works quite well uh, just stick it on someone's car in their car in their in their jacket pocket it, it, anywhere that you think you can put it turn it on and let it do its thing and uh once you are satisfied to 
you know, with the time length or whatever, you can retrieve the device, download the data, and see where that particular target has traveled to. Uh, amazing little things. And as I said, this device is about the size of, uh, let's see, it's about the half, yeah, it's about the size, I'm trying to, trying to give you a bit. It's about the half, it's as thin as an iPod or a little thicker because it has to house the double A. Uh, but just uh, slice an iPod touch in half and put a double A in there and that should give you an idea of the size. And again, it's a real-time uh, GPS tracking uh, device as well. So if you cannot retrieve the device from your target or mark, say for instance you have uh, stuck it under their car or in their trunk or wherever, you can uh, actually sign up for a service and watch them and monitor them in real time. So uh, again, the you can get it at SpyTech. It's the STI GL300 Mini Portable Real-Time GPS Tracker. Did I mention it takes one AA? I'm going to keep going with some uh, gadgets because I got to get out of here soon. I have some. Uh, I have a nice uh, dinner waiting for me, so uh, I haven't eaten today and uh I'm, I'm i'm getting hungry well another gadget that's really cool to take uh anywhere and when i say anywhere anywhere i mean from uh new york to la from la to south america and even antarctica anywhere anywhere on the planet this device will work and keep you connected uh, and this is a really cool device. Uh, if you haven't heard of uh, Iridium Satellite Communications, uh, perhaps you should if you travel a lot or, or you just uh, just have to be connected. And or maybe you uh, are in a <laughs> maybe you're in the middle of nowhere and you need a good uh, connection. Uh, this this handy dandy little thing will do it just quite well for you. Now this is a bad little device, and when I say bad, I mean bad. You know, bad like cool. Uh, it's the <laughs> it's the Iridium Extreme 9575 sat phone. Uh, it includes all kinds of fun stuff. It comes in a case and it has a firewall. It has 50 hours of standby time, speakerphone, SMS. And what I liked about it and why I'm talking about it is not only the fact that it's a, a cool, badass sat phone, uh, it, it's, uh, it has a military-grade specification. So the, the folks over at Iridium uh, took the time to actually go, uh, well, let's make this just really tough. And so the military-grade, you know, uh, STD-810F uh, is quite... Uh, quite a standard for a device to be uh, held to and so uh, the 9575 uh, sat phone really does the trick and really does the job very well and uh, so those are two cool devices as you can tell got my show notes in front of me I'm trying to stay organized for a change Okay, let's get it. One more, one more gadget, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, say for instance, you're trying to uh, <laughs> sound like a dork, <laughs> but uh, if you, th this is just uh, this, this goes, this harkens back to a uh, long time ago. But they're these things are devastatingly still effective, and it's the USB key logger that uh, into in, in you know it 
uh, interfaces in between a keyboard and a computer. These things are very dangerous and they only cost about $40 and they're, they are all over the place. Uh, you can search for one and uh, purchase one, two, or even a five pack and then install them on your target's keyboards. Some have remote access capability, which is probably what you would probably want. Uh, some do not. Some actually uh, you have to remove to retrieve the data. But, uh, I, you know, if, if you are going for a USB key logger, uh, you might want to investigate uh, you know, the possibility of uh, having it recall home or uh, have the ability for you to log in uh, to it as well. And again, you know, they, they run as cheap as $40, and they're cool as shit. They really are. Uh, all right, shit, one more item. Damn. Uh, so, say, for instance, like, you're super paranoid. You got all kinds of shit. You're, you know, you're just you're uber paranoid. Or maybe that you're, you're in a situation where you think you are being spied on. Nothing creeps you out worse. Nothing creeps me out worse than knowing that I may be... Uh, so, someone's spying on me. Maybe someone has a camera in the wall or or uh, there's a fake smoke detector camera uh, or something to that effect. And so how do you find these devices, especially if you live in like an apartment or a rental or even if you are in your home and or, or wherever you may be and you need to know. Well, I found a device just for that, and it's called the Hidden Camera and Bug Detector. And so this little guy is kind of cool. It not only finds, uh, you know, common bugs, little devices that transmit audio uh, to anywhere. Uh, it also has a camera detector built into the device as well. It costs $149. It's at Spy Guy Security. That's cool as shit. You should check that out. Uh-oh, I've reached the end of my new... Uh, my, uh... <laughs> I've reached the end of my show notes. I blew through all of the topics in about 30 minutes, and so now here I am. I'm going to, uh, I guess I'm going to go freestyling. So, or maybe I shouldn't. Maybe we should just cut it short and uh, let Crash do some scratching or something, everybody, and so we can get out of here. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to, uh, I went through the mailbag uh, and I wanted to send a shout out to, um, we're just going to, uh, you know, we're just going to say uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Dunn for his uh, very thoughtful email. also wanted to say hey to uh, a few other people. Wanted to say hey to Linda. Linda, you are now a grandma for the sixth time. I hope, uh, I hope the baby, well, I don't hope, but I wish uh, the baby well. I also uh, hope that uh, uh, mom is doing well as well. And so that's well enough for me to keep going well. Uh, and so I wanted to say uh, hi to Linda. Thank you. I wanted to say hi to Linda out uh, west as well. Thank you. A lot of Lindas around me for some reason. I wanted to say to... Uh, Wanted to say hey to Jackie. Wanted to say hey to every, uh, Brother Sand. Wanted to say hey to Saeed. Saeed is learning how to play with scanners. I gave Saeed uh, a, a digital trunk tracking scanner Friday to play around with. 
and uh, is it, I think he gets mad when I call him Saeed. It's Syed. Uh, and uh, also, I gave him a smart card reader writer to uh, funk around with. A young, brilliant young man uh, who loves computers and technology. Uh, and so I've been enjoying his company and t teaching him what I know. Uh, wanted to say I wanted to say hi to uh, Manny as well and Jaina. Thank you, thank you, Manny. Hopefully everything in October comes out well. Uh, and I wanted to say, let me see. You know, shit. I went through all of my. One. Uh, let's see. Wanted to uh, send out greetings and salutations to uh, everyone over at uh, 2600, Emmanuel Goldstein, uh, Bernie S., Kevin, not Kevin, Fiber. I know, you st I know you're still out there. Maui Wowie. Hey, man, what's been going on? Uh, uh, Ice. Uh, hang on, we got a message from Ice. Let's see. Let's see if we can get ice in here. Got a message from him. Okay, so uh, we shot ice a message to see if uh, he's able to join us. It's tough getting ice in here. It really is. Okay, so apparently ice is having issues uh, understanding technology. It was tough. It was real tough getting him uh, on the ground. So maybe maybe we can't get him uh, in here in the next few minutes. Uh, and uh, just wanted to say thank you to everybody uh, out there. Uh, it's it it was uh, it was it, it was a wacky couple weeks, and uh, you you know it was just. Uh, mm. Let's see. Here we go. We got a message from Ice. What's what's he say? Ice, what are you talking about? Come. I don't know if we're going to be able to get ice in here or not, kids. Let's see if he can. I see. You know, the problem is I sent him a photo. Well, so we sent out. Uh, I sent out a uh, a link earlier this evening, and uh, it, it was a test link. And I actually inadvertently sent it out to everyone that uh, I, I invited in. So that's uh, that's why. That's why the attendee list is sitting at one because I didn't have enough time. I ran out of time. And the, the problem was I forgot my password. So I got really upset. I threw my glasses. I broke those. So we're going to see if Ice can join, uh, jump in here in the next uh, few minutes. We're going to give him a moment. But, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's just been one of those things, and uh, I want to I want to talk about the Iridium satellite phones uh, while we're waiting to see if we can actually get ICE uh, interconnected here. Uh, you know, Iridium provides uh, an excellent service when it comes to satellite technology and sat phones. They've been in the game for quite a while. And uh, I watched them actually uh, expand in the 90s. And, and the early 2000s, it was a big, huge, huge thing because uh, I believe they they launched a total of 60 satellites that covered the Earth that created their network. And the way they created the network uh, through the satellites in the presentation uh, of uh, getting the satellites in geostationary orbit 
were quite amazing. And um, so I was one of the first, early, <laughs> was one of the first early adopters. I had the suitcase phone, and then the uh, handheld phone. You know, <laughs> the one with the gigantic fold-out antenna had that one. And uh, as the technology began to improve, uh, I, I began to uh, use more and more uh, smaller uh, Iridiums sat phones. And finally, uh, they came out with a, uh, a hotspot, a Wi-Fi hotspot that not only took advantage of local cellular technology, but it also took advantage of the uh, satellite system. So when your uh, cellular connection goes weak, it switches automatically over to uh, the satellite system, which is really cool. So uh, I've been using that for a number of years now and love it and uh, never have had one single problem with it. And, you know, it sort of masks your identity if that's what your thing is. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's... You you really don't want to uh, use a satellite phone to mask your identity. Uh, you, now, what you can do with the hotspot from Iridium is you can also uh, log in through a VPN, and then you can uh, start going out that way. And so uh, at that point, it becomes harder and harder for uh, you to be detected. And, of course, if, you, if you're not quite certain of a good VPN service to use, uh, you should search around and see if there's one out there that uh, fits fits the bill for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. So, uh, really cool technology and, uh, you know, it, it happens. So, uh, we, we've waited quite a while for ICE to uh, appear. I don't think he's going to be able to make it, folks. Uh, hopefully, we can get him on the next show. Sadly, we've run out of time. ICE, we love you, man, but we can't wait too much longer for you. All right, folks, uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and bounce out of here. It's been a great show. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, I brought you some useful information and, uh, I, you know, I really do appreciate you tuning into the show. Uh, we, we hit 100,000 listeners uh, two weeks ago, and that was uh, really, really amazing. And uh, so we are very, uh, very, very surprised by the responses that we get, the emails, the offers of support. And uh, Mr. Dunn, again, thank you for your email, and my apologies for not getting back to you uh, sooner. I... <laughs> As you know, I have an issue with email, but uh, I, I tell you what, from now on, please feel free to DM me as, as often as you wish, and uh, we, we, we will communicate in that regard. Uh, and uh, for anyone else listening to the show, uh, again, thank you for tuning in. You can reach me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. You can also find me at the website hackers, hackers.xxx. And you can also find me anywhere else, I guess, really. I don't know. But uh, search search most of the popular podcasting directories or services for hackers. And look for a logo. See if you see it. Now, uh, the, yeah, be sure that uh, it's one of the legit shows. And uh, also, if you are... One one other thing I wanted to talk about before we close the show out. Well, oh, 
always have one more thing, right? Uh, was that uh, email. Email, uh, the email system, email was designed uh, back in the 70s, if you have no idea how email came to fruition. But uh, email uh, actually is sent in clear text. And uh, if you are clever enough to host an email server or relay, which is quite easy to set up, you can start reading people's email. And uh, so th those are one of the, th you know, email, as I said, emails sit in the clear over the Internet. And it's, it's simply, simply uh, easy to uh, intercept email or do the man, man in the middle attack. Uh, with email. It's been going on for years. It's still going on. People do it all the time. And uh, so with that said, please feel free to email me at gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X at hackers.xxx. And, uh, you know, if you need to, uh, if you need to send us something, us, me, we, he, she, us, I, something secure uh just hit, hit me up on twitter and i will uh, give you my pgp key and you can send me something uh encrypted if you wish other than that we're going to bounce out of here folks we uh certainly appreciate you tuning in to the show uh wanted to wanted to say thank you again uh to everyone uh linda we're so happy for you we cannot wait to go to back down to cotton's barbecue in jacksonville and uh for everybody else thank you again for tuning in uh, for next, not next week, but the week after, we will return for show number sixty-two. We've already changed the colors on the website for the winter colors. Uh, check us out. Uh, check the website out. Check the show page out at hackers.xxx, where we probably will never have an EV SSL, but we do have an SSL, and it's up and running, so you don't have to worry about that. And uh, for that, we are. Uh, for everything else, I just wanted to say thank you from from the bottom of my heart, sincerely. And and I've met a few people on Twitter lately. Uh, I met quite a few people on Twitter. One person in particular uh, absolutely piques my interest, and so we're going to uh, we're going to uh, end the show on that note, and uh, we're, we're going to give Crash the uh, the board. Thank you again uh, for tuning in. And on show 62, we will have uh, guests here at the studio at the Aeon Center. And we hope to see you. And until uh, then, take care of yourself. Use your skills for something positive, please. Even if you're helping a, an elderly person cross the street, you've done a good deed for the day and it'll make you feel good. And that money you spent on a latte today or tomorrow, why don't you donate that to the Red Cross and help out the victims of Hurricane Harvey? And if you don't want to, oh, well, it's your decision. But uh, I think you might feel better doing the right thing. Uh, take care of yourself. We love you all. Thank you. And we'll see you next, uh, next time for show number 62. I'm out of here. See you. Swear, swear. Yeah. Yo, Percocet, 
call it Percocets Rep the set, gotta rep the set Chase a chick, never chase a bitch Mask on, fuck it, mask on Mask on, fuck it, mask on Percocet, Miley Percocet Chase a chick, never chase a bitch Two cups, toast up with the game From full stops to a whole nother domain Out the bottle, I'm a living proof Ain't compromising, half a million on the coupe Draw houses, looking like Peru Graduated, I was overdue Pink money, I can barely move Ask about me, I'm gon' bust a move Red James, 33 chains Ocean now, cruising Biscayne Top off, that's a liability my Percocet, yeah. Miley Percocet, yeah. Miley Percocet, yeah. Miley Percocet, yeah.